Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV, where we are here, of course, with our good friends from, well, two hats today, the Jackson City Library and the Rotary Club, kind of all in one. Yep, that's right. Love that. Welcome, welcome. So in case people don't know, don't know how they don't know, but uh, if if they don't, can you all introduce yourselves? I'm Roger Donaldson. I'm the director of the Jackson City Library and the current president of the Jackson Rotary Club. April Eifler, the technical processing assistant of the Jackson City Library, and then also Rotarian. John Simmons, I do adult programming and outreach. And we've not we've not indoctrinated him into our Rotarian cause yet. He won't. We tried. I don't join. <laughs> I don't join groups. <laughs> It's a brick wall. I mean, I'm a brick wall. I'm like Fort Knox. You cannot infiltrate this. Well, that's okay. It's okay, buddy. It's all right. I mean, he's still, you know, we. Somebody's got to be left available during rotary meetings to run the front desk. To run the, to true, run the library. Yeah. <laughs> so, April, what did you say your uh, title is? It sounds really official. Technical processing assistant. It's just formal for cataloger. <laughs> <laughs> we abbreviate a TP assistant. Yeah. So. The TP assistant. She is in charge of that too. I am in charge of again the TP many well. hats. <laughs> yes, all of the hats, all of the hats. So no, you guys are here today um, to talk about several different things, and we're super excited about that. Um, most importantly, some October events at the Jackson City Library. And you think of October, and you think of I don't know, like. Well, fall and pretty stuff. But then you think of like spooky stuff. season, Woo! the best time of the year. The spider webs are out in full force. Yeah, I saw a huge one on. Well, there's regular ones, yes, like the natural ones, but also <laughs> I saw the house on South Street that has the giant mm-hmm. spider web coming oh. out with the big spiders. I haven't seen cool. that, uh, but I did reach down to um, fill up my watering can because I am my flowers will die with me kicking and screaming like I am still watering and babying them. And I reached down to put water into the watering can and my face right into a cobweb <laughs> and it about did me in. And I thought, I just don't know if these flowers are worth that. Or not. But anyway, I digress. So what do you guys have going on? I mean, there's like tons. They have like all of the stuff. Okay. Our first event, it's a big one. It's tomorrow at six. And it is uh, with James Willis. Who mm-hmm. James Willis is one of Ohio's premier ghost hunters. He's written several books. He's, we got uh, Southern Ohio legend and lore and weird Ohio. 
Okay. So the presentation that he's going to be doing is Ohio's Historic Haunts. Now, and, this is cool. And it's about him spending the night in 20 historical buildings in Ohio. And he'll be talking about all the experiences that he had during these investigations. Did he give you any hint as to whether or not there's like anything happened? I, I'm sure there will be or there sh wouldn't be a presentation. Or a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no, this presentation this is actually based on one of his books that he wrote. Yeah. So, yeah. Very, very cool. So James always brings in a pretty big crowd. So um, it's always really popular whenever we have him there. I wonder what the fas fascination with all of us and like haunted stuff and whatever is. It's like we all like to be scared. It's less on my end, though. Yeah. I know. Well, I was talking yesterday about the fact that I've, I've never gotten over the fact that when I was a little girl uh, here in town, they used somebody used to do like a haunted house as a fundraiser. And it was like where D David Furby's office is now. Mm hmm. And I remember going in there with my dad and somebody had a chainsaw and, you know, as a little girl, it didn't have a chain on it, but they kept touching it to my leg and I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like, I've never gotten over that. Like I thought for sure I was go a goner. She's been to come out. There was yeah, <laughs> Why is my leg not here anymore? So yeah, <laughs> I'm like, Oh God, that was like, yeah, definitely dramatic. For, for yeah. a little kid. Well, um, you know, the haunted houses used to be a lot cooler back whenever we were kids, though, because well, they now can they're not grab you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Yeah. they have to maintain distance yeah. and all that stuff. So. Now they have to follow rules and have, yeah. like, fire safety and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because I remember whenever I was little, did you ever go to the one at the sheriff's station, the old sheriff's station, mm -hmm. before they tore it down? Because mm -hmm. that one was really cool. They always had, like, people in the, in in the, the, cells, yeah, in the yeah. cells and down in the basement and stuff. But once again, I mean, the building was condemned. And yeah. Yes, I thought it was a good idea to let people walk through there. Especially children. Getting scared and running. And yeah, so anyway, the, the good old 80s. Yeah, the good old days. Well, it's all right. We have a uh, we have a video of the courthouse fire back in God knows whenever the courthouse burnt down. And they went to the, the schools yeah, and got high small children. children. Yeah. children well, if you were fire. so... <laughs> The the best breathing air though in a fire is always towards the ground. So the shorter the kids, the, yeah, the better. Yeah, they were the safer. safer it is. Yeah. So, I mean, they were good reasoning. Were, good reasoning. Yeah, they, they knew what they were doing. I'm sure those they kids. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that's probably you know why everybody lived to the ripe old age of fifty. <laughs> no problem. It's it's all good. It's all safe. Yeah. It's fine. All right, John, I'm sorry. We digress. That's so right. let's get back to, James to the Willis, program tomorrow. James Willis, tomorrow at 6. Yes. Um, so come out for that. He always draws a big crowd. So we're really excited for that. So basically he went around to, you said, 20 different like haunted places mm -hmm. in Ohio and spent the night. Yep. He's brave. Yep. Yeah. Very brave. Yeah. And the good thing about James Willis is I always describe him as a speaker who happens to be an author because a lot of times you go to an author talk and they're kind of awkward and stuff like that. Yeah. But he actually is very entertaining and cool. Yeah, I've never so seen a, him in person. So that that's exciting. Well, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Six. Six o'clock at the library. Mm -hmm. Potter room, right? Yep. That's right. Okay. Very, very cool. Uh, next thing we got coming up is this Saturday at uh, 10 to 2, Apple City PopCon. We're doing a comic book pop cultural convention. Dylan, is that all you? Maybe. 
So it's 10, 10 to 2. I've got... That's uh, like nerdy stuff, like what he does. I know got, he usually appears. Yeah, like, he was at our last one. Our. <laughs> got um, 15 different vendors coming. Good Eats Food Truck's going to be there. And I heard that Spider-Man's going to be swinging in. Swinging? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On that stupid spider web again. Yeah. What is it? It's like some kind of weird yeah. theme today. <laughs> and that's going to be 10 to 2. So if you want to dress up as any characters, feel free. That's encouraged. Okay. So... Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so we're looking forward to that one. And again, at the library, yep. at the Potter Room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can come and people will be selling stuff. Yeah, we've and... got 15 vendors going to be selling everything from comics to um, we got one guy doing like leather crafts, which is he does like, but they're like video game or comic book themed leather crafts. Okay. Um, people that are doing like 3D prints that they've printed and they're going to be painting, a resin. Um, t-shirts, uh, any kind of collectibles that you're into. Okay. It's going to be there this Saturday at the library. And I know um, I was listening to the morning show, uh, Matt's morning show mm-hmm. on the way in, and you guys were talking over there. And um, one of my former classmates and good buddy, Sean Langley, yep. I heard, is going to be there. be there. You want to talk about some talent, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Matt told us that Sean's got a new picture that, with Spider-Man swinging from the Apple Tower, and we yeah, not, I saw that this morning. I've not seen that. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's I saw it on Facebook cool this morning. So he'll have he should have that there for sale, and Sean's price on his prints is very reasonable. So if you want to pick up some art, that's a good opportunity to do that. Very good. So yeah, he's a, he's a super cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that's this coming mm-hmm. Saturday. Uh, this so you could just camp out at the library all yeah, week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, you should. Um, this Tuesday. Uh, we are doing um, next Tuesday actually, spooky terrariums. So oh, if, that sounds fun. <laughs> if, you, if you know our terrarium and is it's a like a jar and it's got like moss and plants and stuff like that, but we're going to be decorating them like um, graveyards and putting bones and tombstones and stuff like that. In you it. put spider rubs in it. Spider yeah. rubs. Yeah. yeah, you can do yeah. spider. Yeah, rubs. all the above. Yeah, we brought a. I uh, oh. I used my Adobe skills and <laughs> and AI to make this, so it'll you know it'll be something similar to that, but but not as uh, here we can use our as comical like. But again, you can visit our Facebook page or our website, jacksonsonlibrary.org. Yeah. AI made that there. skull. Our AI is not very good with human faces or hands, and we've had the AI make ads for us before, and just can't. Thank it has multiple well. hands and it's and <laughs> it's strange so, that, though. I mean, like, I mean, it's kind of yeah. weird with AI because I know a lot of people that are like artists and went to art school and stuff, and that's always like an artist's big issue is they they can do everything but hands. So <clears> I yes. think it's strange the AI also has the same do hands. thing. So yeah, I'm laughing because you have it called cemeteriums. Cemeteriarium. Yeah, don't try, I try to, to be. Don't well, think when you say that. It if just anybody to... really knows me, they know that I really enjoy puns and bad jokes and things. I'll say so. not always good pun, but yeah. are you are you about the are you all about the dad jokes? Oh yeah, I have actually listened to a podcast every day that's daily dad jokes. <laughs> I, get, I get frequent texts of yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. I have a I, graphic design. I don't know if anybody knew either, but graphic design is my passion, and I I did all and that. He did all this. <laughs> yeah. Who is Sylvia? Cemeteriums um, with uh, Sylvia. It's actually an old friend of mine um, who does is she creepy old? things. No, she's she was actually named after her grandmother. She uh, she's about forty, 
So oh, anyway, thanks. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of old, I guess, at this point. I don't know. You could She's just, younger than me. I think we stop saying that. What is quit talking? What is quit talking? Stop about? talking. But anyway, um, no, um, this would be really, really fun. Do you have to sign up ahead of time? Yeah, call yeah. the library to register. And does it cost money? No, no nothing. Library costs free. money. Okay, so you can make your your own cemetery cemeterarium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I call, love that. Call the library and register. All right, mm-hmm. what's the number? Two eight six four one one one. Four one one one. That's like information plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys do that on purpose. I don't know. I'm not that old. Yeah. <laughs> it was already established. Then. <laughs> Library's been yeah, there a little longer. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, ask Margaret Cochran. Yeah, about ask that. Margaret. She might remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really, that sounds like a really good time. And that's next Tuesday. Yep. Okay. Next Tuesday at six. Our okay. next event after that is Someone's in the Kitchen with Lizzie which is local author Willard Ford. He has written a Lizzie Borden-inspired cookbook. So in that cookbook, it has Victorian recipes and That's cooking cool. hacks. Because <laughs> he also apparently is into <laughs> bad jokes and puns. Kitchen hacks with Lizzie. Oh, my. <laughs> and she's actually going to be there. Oh, Lizzie is? Yeah, he's, oh, he's got... Uh, he's, fantastic. He's resurrected her, and she's going to be there, and she's going to have some... Gonna bring her she's going to have some cookies for everybody in the audience to a sample. I don't... I, I wouldn't eat those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little skeptical. I don't know. I'd give it a go. I mean, you got to go out somehow. I will after you do. <laughs> you got to go out somehow, and what a better story than getting poisoned by the specter that's known as Lizzie <laughs> Ford. So uh, Willard, Willard Ford, tell us a little bit about Willard. He's from Wilson, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a local person. Um, Patron. Someone's in the kitchen with Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, we're looking I'm excited. I hope she brings an axe and like like that's part of her cooking hacks is she's like, well, hacks. first you have to yeah. Cut the butter. Yeah, you they have cut to cut this butter and just pull it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> just splits, splits one of our tables yeah. right in half right there for everybody. I do, I, I do know Willard said that he was pretty sure that people are going to have a lot of questions about the murders. He's going to try to keep it food food focused. Yeah, as right. As hard as that's going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> nice try, Willard. Yeah. But yeah. we shall see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see. But I'm really interested in seeing that. How come there's a bone there? <laughs> uh, I don't know. John, John that because that's what Adobe put in there for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys are graphic designers. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah, it is our passion. We don't just <laughs> we go with the we do pre-formatted more, Adobe things at all. At all. <laughs> we do more graphic design than we do library and at the library. Yeah, pretty He's much. got, I mean, he does have some blood drops at the yeah. top, which is very, mm-hmm. you know, good for a cookbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's very, very appetizing. Yeah, just some red sauce. That's fine. I love yeah. that. In case people don't know yeah. who Lizzie Borden is and why we're laughing about that, tell everybody. She was a murderer. Apparently, we find that <laughs> well, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> we're twisted. She never was found guilty. She never found guilty of murdering her parents. It yeah. was this big old thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a saying or whatever. Lizzie Borden like took an axe. Gave her father 40 wax. <laughs> And when her mom, whenever her she mom just twisted. found out what she'd done, she gave her mother 41 and something like that. Um, yeah, it's a, 
And supposedly she did it like naked, so she didn't have like blood on her clothes. And like then she went and took a shower. I it's guess like well thought out. I don't know if they had showers back then, but yeah. Um, <laughs> she went and sat in the water trough and rinsed it yeah, off. Uh, the horse must her head. Like, what are you doing in my trough? But <laughs> yeah, there, anyway. there was a there's a trial, but she got, got off, and I guess they never. Actually... She was acquitted. Yeah, somehow I guess everybody on the jury was quit showing up. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> don't know where they went. Yeah, <laughs> they get. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> they all disappeared. The judge's gavel got replaced with a hatchet. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, Someone yeah. trying to tell me something here? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, geez. We definitely digress again. We're sorry, John. That's all right. Actually, we're not sorry because this is fun. Yep. But it's how it goes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I got one more event. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> During the summer, we did a series of hikes at um, Buckeye Furnace and Big Rock and Leo Petroglyph. Yeah. And like that. We're doing one more in, in the fall at Caner's Cave. Oh, and that's so, so going to be gorgeous. We're hoping it's going to be, yes. the leaves will be turning by then. So it's going to be on October 23rd at 530. So that's a Monday. Mm-hmm. And we're for that one, we're partnering with um, the uh, OSU Extension Office. Mm-hmm. We're partnering with them um, to get into Caner's Cave to do that hike. So um, those always are pretty well attended so they were we were really pleased with the turnout during the summer so encourage everyone to come out to the one on the 23rd at canner's cave so you meet us there at canner's cave okay that's what i was gonna say do you start at the library or you meet out at canner's cave yeah meet at canner's cave oh that'll be so fun yeah looking forward to that one it will be it is so pretty out there yeah it's it's a place a lot of people don't really go to especially on their own so it's a good opportunity to go as a group Mm -hmm. well and i think a lot of us have been there to events and stuff not realizing that there are trails and there's like a pond and stuff right Mm -hmm. or a lake yeah i think there aren't supposed to be like waterfalls and i I think there's a lot of beauty out there that many of us have been there a hundred times don't even know about i was talking to a patron yesterday about and he said he hadn't been out there since he was a kid so if that's any of our viewers here absolutely come on out and see what it's like now and see if it's different see if it's still the same so i can tell you it's not a i mean it's um the other hikes that we did too i mean a lot of people think that maybe they're not built for hiking that's what i was gonna uh, say too it's probably not we had a one lady that was in her 80s that came to the other hikes with us so i mean it's really the capabilities and the age range is really broad so, I mean, everybody kind of takes their time. So, and, we're not, like, you know, putting yeah. on full, like, ropes. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And nobody's and yelling at you, like, hurry up, let's go, let's go. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's kind of at your own pace. Yeah, we take our time. Stuff, so. Get that walker and gear, Grandma. And then also, especially since OSU is partnering with us, um, I know the, the other hikes, the people that we partnered with, they had a lot of, like, knowledge of the area. And they they would talk a lot about, like, the trees and the... Mm-hmm. Um, the floor and the fauna of the thing, so it really that's I mean, awesome, you, and the history of it. So you you learned quite a bit too mm-hmm. on it. So mm-hmm. it was a it was a good time, very good. And yeah, I mean, there is just I can't think. I mean, other than like Hawking Hills or something, Canner's Cave is kind of like our own little version of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've never been out there this time of the year, it is mind blowing. I mean, it's pretty anyway. Let alone yeah. you know with the leaves it's all changing, changing and mm-hmm. all that. So. <clears throat> There you go. Okay. Well, we got through all of John's events in yeah, one piece. Yeah, I got through the adult Poor guy. Um, <laughs> then our regulars. Wait, I guess you have to tell a dad joke. Just quit. I, I can't do it. I have, a dad jo- I have a dad joke. What's your dad joke? It's the only joke I can ever remember. And it, um, 
it's very fitting for this time of the year. Are you ready? Yeah. What did the skeleton say when he went into the bar? I don't know. Can I have a beer and a mop? <laughs> That's the same way everyone reacts That's, to my yeah, jokes. I'm always like, okay, good I job. think it's hilarious. Oh. It's the only joke I know. Okay. Anyway, we don't run. Um, I expect dad jokes. Where's Brittany? Brittany's full of dad jokes. So our regular things that we do, <laughs> not to change the subject, but we have a two book clubs every month. Um, the last Monday is the adult book club that Margaret Cochran leads at seven at the library. Mm -hmm. Um, and then John leads a books and brews book club at six cents the last Friday of every month and a very fitting book that I don't know if he did it on purpose. I don't like to give him much credit. I doubt it. (laughs) Just a coincidence that he chose, that he chose the strange The strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde for this month. So. Very You're cool. just so salty from the first book you chose. Uh, <laughs> what? Wait, what was it? It was something Sense like... Sense and Sensibility. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say Pride and Prejudice. And, you know, that was kind of a dad joke I kept using because... It was at six yeah, cents, and John never used that pun. Like, <laughs> sense and sensibility of six cents. Or I'm like, ah, anyway. And Roger couldn't stand the book, and he's like, that wasn't very sensible of John. No, it was not. <laughs> it really oh, made God. me really. Re- it was a good thing that we do evaluations <laughs> for performance. In December and not <laughs> in like, February. So I, was I like, like the book, man. So it was like, yeah, yeah, because he would not have fared well on his yearly <laughs> evaluation. He's still sitting here with us today. <laughs> yeah, he still might not. Now that we brought it up again, <laughs> I'm sorry, John. I never sparked. Well, God, you poke the bear. Words. <laughs> Don't poke the bear. Um, okay. And then our kids' events. Melissa always has a, a nice lineup of kids' events. It looks like the third, isn't it tonight? It's tonight, yeah. She has mm-hmm. a turtle time with naturalist K. From Lake Alma. So that's, that'll be Fun. cool. Yeah, I think she's going to be bringing a box she's turtle. turtles. Yep. Just, okay. <gasps> I wonder cool. if it's the one that only has three legs. Ninja turtles? Yeah, we can do, we can doctor we it can up. We can put so. like a little cape on it yeah. or something. You got any, yeah. Should I go to the atomic plant and get some kind of like waste or something for the <laughs> Some nuclear waste. Yeah. Um, then we've got a Halloween party at the end of the month, a costume party on the 27th. That's for kids, yeah. So that'll be fun. Uh, DJ uh, Rock and Reggie. No Rock way. Rock and Reggie's yeah. going to be somewhere. He'll be there. So <laughs> that'll be that. cool. We're like, how is this guy everywhere? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then um, every Monday she has story time at 11. And every Tuesday evening she has a story time at 530 for the kids that, you know, have to go to school and God, silly things like stuff that. like that and then um on thursdays at 11 she has story time as well so and does that is there like an age limit to that or um it's supposed to be toddlers on thursdays preschool, and then preschool on, Monday, on mondays she, she doesn't really care okay yeah you kind of self, as long as they come and enjoy self, it. self-identify where you belong because yeah. okay. everybody's kind of especially at that age and the evening age, one's like, just like any just anybody really, yeah Awesome parents too, even like. And then Ian is also doing cemeteriums. Cemeteriums. He's our teen librarian. Terrariums, yeah, he's our teen librarian. He's gonna do his on the twelfth for the teens at three thirty. He's gonna go to this one with Sylvia, so he learns how to do it first. (laughs) That's how we roll. And then um, he's doing zombie Barbies on the nineteenth at three thirty. Wait, what is that? 
Um, you take Barbie dolls and you like spray paint them and like do some weird stuff to like prep them, and then the the teens decorate Listen, them. However, I feel like every little girl in the world that has a bigger brother has already, already has one that. of those. It was my little brother that did it. To mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my uh, that's always you know my dad's not with us anymore, but every time him and his sisters would get together, he was the only boy and he was the youngest. <laughs> they would always remind him how he sprayed hairspray <laughs> all over their Barbie doll's hair, then the hair just like broke off. <laughs> <laughs> they never got over that. They were talking about it at the funeral, like they never got over that. <laughs> They're probably watching right now. And, and they're like, like oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, Barbies. Oh, no. So apparently Roger's family, they hold on. To yeah, they, we, we, we hold on, on to that. <laughs> they they uh, never get over it. Yeah, yeah poor John. He's There's yeah. no hope. No, 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 no. I think you guys might need therapy. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then on the uh, 26th, he's doing pumpkin carving, apparently. Oh, that'll be fun. So, it's going to be leftovers from our trunk or treat. Oh, okay. oh, that's true. Yeah, we're going to have... I mean, I think it's a fantastic idea to give teenagers sharp I think, objects. Yeah, I think that's kind of the plan. That way, you know, everybody no gets problem. issued their own giant thing. And then maybe Lizzie, maybe she'll leave Ooh, some access. Maybe, yeah. You know. Maybe. So anyway, yeah. You never know. You always Lizzie. learn. You know, that's the thing about the library, though. We give you the tools. What you do with it is up to you. I mean, we can't control that. Yeah. Um, and then April has some rotary things going well, on. Well, we got one we more thing. We got a new thing at the library. Yeah. We do? Um, yeah. He's, for, <laughs> oh. he's forgotten already. Oh, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my bad, bad, bad jokes, which is really jokes. not, yeah, which yeah. is not even, yeah, I shouldn't even go there. So, I always forget about the memory. There's cards. a line. I always have to tell him it's too far. Um, we attended a uh, outreach program back in August, and uh, one of the speakers was a lady who deals with uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. Um, okay. People in different aspects of, of life and different uh, organizations and, and businesses. So she came and spoke with us, and I did some training a couple weeks ago and became a dementia-friendly um, champion. So in um, efforts to be a dementia-friendly library, we put together some memory kits. Um, so Rob oh. John went through the list and picked out some um, about four of them that he figured were more you know cost-efficient and easy for us to put together. Um, and I'm in the process of cataloging those right now. i got to create a record for them. Um, but they're just different kits put together to try and, you know, dexterity, keep that going and your, your mind and, and some, you know, brain cells and everything. Just keep them, keep them fresh. Uh, there's some sock matching ones, button sorting. Um, we've got different sizes of uh, keys and locks and hmm. then um, a screwdriver and, and screws all wooden. I didn't want to <laughs> give them the real... <laughs> The real deal one. Um, but just to test dexterity, keep things fresh. And yeah, no, that's... Using everything, every part of their mind and body that they, they should be. Yeah. Um, and when we display them, when I get them cataloged and put them out there, we'll have um, <clears throat> information packets available for people to take whatever they, they need. Love that. And then the instructions will be included with them, so... So that's just kind of along with some of the other things that you have, like the fishing kits. Yeah, the Beyond Books the... collection. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Love mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Very good. Good idea. So that is all for the library. Okay. And now we want to go over, slide into the Rotarian. You got to put different hat on. Yeah. We should Switch it out. Rotary yep. Hats. Switch it out. So um, we just did for the F Festival. You all probably know we had we brought our mushrooms back. Yeah. Um, for the Roots concert on Thursday and Friday. We were there all day. <laughs> um, yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> we were. 
Um, so that was success. We had a great time doing that. Everyone was happy to see the rotary mushrooms back. Yeah. The pizza rolls. So that was good. A um, couple upcoming things for Rotary, though. Um, October is Polio Awareness Month. So we partnered with uh, the downtown treatery. Nicole's always been really good to, okay. to partner with us. And we will be selling tickets for $2. Uh, a dollar goes to polio, and then a dollar goes to our local scholarships that our local club takes care of. And you'll just take the uh, ticket into the treatery and redeem it for a, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a purple glaze. Yeah. Purple iced donut. Purple iced donut. Yeah. Nice. So that's really cool. This is the second time we've, we've done that. With Thanks, her. Nicole. Yes, that's, thank you. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then the... Pretty sure people know about the the famous pancake supper that we always have every year at the senior center. Yes. Um, Sandy Borden, who passed recently, was the one who spearheaded that. So we renamed it the Sandy Borden Pancake oh, Supper. Very appropriate. Um, all the proceeds do benefit the Jackson County Senior Centers, which are all three: um, Jackson, Oak Hill, and Wellston. Um, so that's going to be Thursday, October 26th from four to seven. Um, you can buy the tickets in advance for five dollars for adults and three for children, or just show up, buy them at the door. You know, we got plenty. Okay. It's all you can eat pancakes. And yep. then there's going to be an auction. Sausage. Hello. Who yeah. doesn't love that? Yep. Yep. Um, and then, mm. yeah, there'll be an auction. The uh, the seniors always do their uh, their paintings and their art and everything. And then Patrick Ball comes and auctions them off. So it's a great, great fundraiser. Like I said, all the proceeds go right back to the to the senior centers. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's nice really nice artwork. I mean, if you're in the <clears throat> yeah. market for something, it always it's reasonably priced. The money goes to the senior citizen center. So. It's a win-win for everybody. Um, but yeah, and you can eat pancakes while you're there. I mean, okay. All you can eat. All, All you, can eat. you can eat. And you can okay. take some to go to if you don't. Yeah. Like if you're, you know, like if you're in a hurry or something. All you can eat is probably like two. But so, yeah, so here's we do the have deal with that cuts. whole all you can eat pancake thing. Nobody can eat that many <clears throat> pancakes. No. So it's really a safe thing. Yeah. Yeah. For the people cooking. Because it's like, oh, I'm going to eat all these pancakes. And then you get like seven bites in and you're like, oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. All the carbs <laughs> and the syrup and the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like an hour later, you're you're hungry. Starving. And like jittery. Coming, coming and, down off of a sugar yeah. high. So that's why and, you take some with you. And then but it's awfully there. worth it. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're are, the best. Because how bomb. often, like, pancakes, are, I don't know, at least with me, it's one of those things that I like, and they're not that hard to cook, but I'm never going to make them all. You're not going to be like, I'm going to get up and make me, myself <laughs> yeah, some pancakes so, in the morning. So it's always yeah. like, a, it's always a treat whenever you get them. Yeah. No, I feel you. So he waits all year. I do, pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so and then I the... have to work the whole thing, so then I eat like a really, <laughs> after two hours, eat like a really cold one out of the garbage can. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, this, this is so good. This is exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> when he flips them, sometimes we'll drop one. Yeah. Not, Not on purpose, drop right? Drop one, yeah. Uh, so with the pancakes, what else? Is there sausage and stuff there? Yeah, yeah. sausage links. Uh, cool. I think we usually have milk. Milk, coffee. Yeah, okay. milk and coffee. Very good. Um, and then usually we dress up. Mm-hmm. Sandy was a hot dog, I think, in that picture that she has there. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy was a hot dog for a few years. Um, Greg that was dog. a World War II person and once then a, then a pilot and yeah. yeah greg Irwin always dresses up with something interesting i'd say i'll be charlie brown i don't want to i you know you this is breaking news right here but, beep, beep, beep. but for trunk or treat i'm we're doing a peanuts theme mm-hmm. this week so and everybody just... i was voted most likely to look like charlie brown for some odd reason i don't know why <laughs> So anyway, I bought a shirt from, you know, Amazon. 
they always have your back for yeah they do seven dollars and i had some black shorts anyway so it's really an easy costume so i'll probably wear that for that makes sense and it'd be comfortable too yeah yeah because we talked about that we have to do it for the library so she has to wear a wig yeah i'm marcy so which everything's fitting but my hair is not black and a little bit longer so i got a wig john campaigns this week Yeah. yeah I'm a method actor, so when I'm pig pen, so I'm not going to bathe any of this. It's a week. little rough right now. It's only Tuesday. It's a little rough sitting beside him right now. <laughs> I don't see any dust yet, though, so we're good. Yeah. It's, it, we're still safe. Is that the indicator when it's really bad? Yeah, yeah. when okay. the dust starts okay. flying every time he moves. Yeah. Which, again, you think back about that show. Like, if, if you would do that today, people would be thoroughly appalled by mm-hmm. making fun of a, like, Poor little kid that's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're just the eighties. Yeah, the eighties. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was just we. Hey, listen, we all survived it. It's mm-hmm. fine. But that's a little plug too. Look for well, not the library, but look for the library as the yep. Charlie Brown at, cast uh, at uh, Trunk Thursday. Or Treat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you guys will be uptown. Yep. yep. Yeah. So okay, I didn't know people were coming. To the library, or you guys were coming. Yeah, well, so yeah, my understanding is the sidewalk market will be running on uh, Main Street, and yeah. then down Broadway will be the trunk or treat. So we'll be on Broadway. Okay, with, All the, right. with the van. Yeah, very good. Okay, that's awesome. So Rotary again, um, lots and lots of of uh, help that you do for people. Um, so this is an organization where if you support them. It's going to, you're going to give back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, uh, we meet every other. It's the second Tuesday, and the fourth Second and fourth Tuesday at the Potter Room, at the Jackson City Library at noon. Um, there's a small lunch involved in that. So if you want to come for lunch and see what Rotary is all about, mm-hmm. everyone's welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have game night once a month, which is tonight, tonight. at 5.30 at 6 cents. And then uh, we do a coffee and conversation the third Tuesday at 7.30 at Bob Evans. Uh-huh. Very good. So, so there's plenty of opportunities to fit in, you know, with your work schedule and things. And you can always just show up at one of our events and, and you know, inquire how to be a Rotarian or what we do and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Those events are, are a good way to get to kind of know people and see, you know, just in not like a formal setting, yeah. which is good. It's just good yep. to hang out and see. Because we have a lot of fun. I mean, we do a lot of work, but it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, Absolutely. It's worthwhile. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to join, volunteer for an organization yeah, that it like, sucks. Exactly. <laughs> oh. That's called job. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just work. No, we don't want that at all. <laughs> well, okay. Is there anything else you guys have? I mean, this is going to be so fun. And then I, I'm really interested in this talk. Uh, it's tomorrow night, right? Mm-hmm. James Willis, tomorrow yeah. night six. Ohio's historic haunts. Very cool. You'll find out. I'm just, I'm curious whether he found anything or not, or saw anything. I'm sure he did. He's he's been there before, talking <laughs> about a different a haunting uh, that he's done before, and he's shown some evidence. Or not, oh. Whether or not you believe it or not, uh, be up to our attendees to decide. There you go. But go, he's quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it will be a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So lots and lots of stuff always going on at the Jackson City Library. Um, and again, everything's free. So cool. Oh, and you can check out books there too. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like we fail to mention that have... every time you guys are here. <laughs> We do have Should be books. A given. Oh, something else. This is Band Book Week. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
Um, so it's what? Banned Book Week. Okay, what's that? Um, this is a book where we um, kind of promote books that have been banned or challenged. So we have a display at the library oh, uh, with these books. You guys are rebels. <laughs> and um, we we put a picture on our, our Facebook page, and it got a lot of a lot of conversation going. Yeah, it was kind of interesting this year because usually we do we've done it every year. I mean, Band Book Week's been a thing the libraries yeah. have done forever. So what would be and, like um, an example of that? One, well, like the the mouse graphic novels were banned because of the the because like the Holocaust deniers yeah, yeah. and that kind of things. Like they're not always like they're not always banned for the things that you would really think. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of it's just trying to people just not comfortable with history. Um, okay. And that sort of thing. Um, Fahrenheit 451, which is a book about <laughs> burning books. People didn't like that, I guess. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird, that's on that list. Why There's would a lot you of new. Before, right? And it's still, I guess, it's always relevant, too, because like current authors have books that are banned in different school oh. districts, different communities, and sure, different things. Sure, it's, it's ever changing. Like, yeah, because it's just, you know. Um, because the purpose of a book really is to build empathy and put yourself in the shoes of somebody else, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, that's the beauty of a book because you might not agree with the the person that's in the book or their lifestyle, but you can still see well how they lived their life and that sort of. Isn't the whole so. point imagination? And it's like when you read, you just can go to just another place, and mm-hmm. I just don't understand what. Why anyone would want to ban somebody from doing that? It doesn't just because you read it and go to that place doesn't mean you necessarily agree with it. It's yeah, just, and it's like, and a, the broader picture is if you ban a book or an idea, you're really banning a person. Sure. Of, so it's yeah. Like if I mean, you it's don't, never like going to be a good to, thing. If you don't want yeah. your kids to read it, that's fine. But don't take that right away from everyone else who might enjoy it. Yeah, agreed. So all right. Well, very good. See, that's our soapbox for the day. (laughs) And just a thought before we leave. Yeah. uh, Back to the ghosts and things. I mean, um, we usually talk about Bigfoot. Do you think that Bigfoot, (laughs) that there are ghosts of Bigfoots out there? Oh, look what you've done. Is that just (laughs) because, yeah, exactly. Like, if you're out in the woods and you hear something weird, like, is it actually Bigfoot or maybe it's Bigfoot's? ghost of like his grandpa maybe that's why we never maybe there's only one bigfoot and now mm-hmm. there's just it's a ghost out there like all the leaves you hear rustling it's yes. bigfoot's ghost it's, it's really not, not a deer the, it's not a deer a dog. it's not wind wind doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> trees don't fall in the woods roger i think you need to quit your job and write that book just go out and research Bigfoot. Just go into the. Pack my back to the wild. Pack my backpack. Go to the wild at Lake Catherine. I'll live there. Take and just your write marbles. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. As long as we have some marbles to You'll trade for some. You can trade for some trade marbles for something. Stuff. <laughs> so yeah, if you uh, maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Big for the possibility of Bigfoot's ghost. You guys. That would be a great question stop. for James Willis. <laughs> Blowing my mind, man. Yeah. All right. Okay. So okay. Anyway. Yes. Well, <laughs> well there's last thoughts we'll leave with you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Just, I was hoping it wouldn't be so thought provoking. Um, no. Um, so thank you for, for stopping by today. Um, we have actually coming up here in just a moment um, a video. Uh, Dylan, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Because it's something super exciting that happened yesterday. Uh, I don't have a mic. But I oh, he, oh, you guys have his mic. Yeah. Uh, so basically, well, will they explain it in the video? 
So um, down in Oak Hill, uh, our good friend Corey Ruby and some other folks wrote uh, a grant and were awarded this $50,000 grant from uh, the Scott's Turf Company and Major League Baseball. They were able to actually take a field, a t-ball field that they had down there in Oak Hill and make it like the real deal. And we had some really famous folks from Major League Baseball and um, – uh, Jenny Finch was there, and you'll get to see her uh, speak to the kids and whatnot. Dedicated that field yesterday, so we have a video of that. Is that is that right? Yeah. Why are you laughing at me? It's just my camera work. Oh <laughs> yeah, Dylan uh, said his camera work sucks. So just it was very windy. I think it yeah. was windy. The there was an earthquake. Just, oh, wait. It was the ghost of Bigfoot. Yeah, it was the ghost of Bigfoot that was hitting his arm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You'll see what we mean in just a moment. All right, Dylan, let's get to it. Hello, I'm Jeremy Cohen from Major League Baseball. We're thrilled to be here today with Jenny O'Hill and, of course, our friends at Scott's. Hi, I'm Jenny Finch, two-time Olympian and MLB Youth Softball Ambassador. And I know firsthand what a field can do for a community, and it's such an honor to be here and to be partnered with Scott's and MLB to bring this field to Oak Hill community and just see how generation after generation will be impacted by this by this softball baseball field. I'm Corey Ruby. I'm president of the Oak Hill Recreation League, and we are just so thankful to our friends from uh, MLB, Jenny Finch, and Ashley with Scott's. It's just such a great opportunity for our kids here, and. I wish that you could see what this place looked like before they come in and work their magic. Looking so forward to uh, a lot of our kids getting their foundation of youth sports right here on this very dirt. And what a way to bring it into the community today. Got a great turnout here, but to have our, our friends with us to celebrate. I'm Ashley Bachman from Scotts, and I am thrilled that we get the opportunity to bring the community together and offer up a wonderful, natural, grass play space so that you guys can all come together and have games and learn and play outside, which is what we just believe is so important. Are you excited to be here? Yeah! Awesome stuff, awesome stuff. Hey, uh, I want to start out by just giving some uh, opening remarks. I want to say a big thank you to Major League Baseball and Scott's uh, for this wonderful opportunity that they've given us today. I want to give a thanks to the team from Fields, Inc. that came out and did all this work for us. Uh, Josh Berman from Wasserman. Where you at, Josh? There he is. Josh, great, great guy. Been great to work with to coordinate all this. Really thank that a lot. And most importantly, but last but not least, Jenny Finch. Thanks so much for being here tonight. Other quick thanks I want to give. I want to give a huge shout out to all the members of the Oak Hill Recreation League Board. James Chambers, the Vice President. Hillary Blakeman, Secretary. Maria Bartels, Communications. And Jeff Half, Treasurer. Thanks so much for everything you guys do and uh, all the work that you put into making the Oak Hill Recreation League a success. All of the volunteer coaches, if you volunteer coach for, for this organization and these kids, raise your hand if you're in the crowd and you're a volunteer coach or you volunteered some way in this, uh, in this great, great league that we've got. Let's give those guys a round of applause. 
also like to thank the Oak Hill School Board for all their support that they've given uh, in, in, in being supportive of the wreck. Uh, I know Paula's here tonight, Paula Stewart somewhere. There you are, Paula and Joe. I think that's all we got here from the school board. If I'm missing anyone, I'm sorry. Let's give them a round of applause. I say thanks to the superintendent, Mr. Jason Mantell, and all the district administrators that are so cooperative, providing time for facilities, uh, you know, gym time, practice time, helping upkeep of the facilities here. We couldn't do it without the support of Oak Hill Union Local School District, and we're very thankful to be able to partner together to make this a success for our kids. Uh, Scott Lewis, the high school AD, uh, thanks for always working with us there. Tim Swan, you and your crew have been rock stars through this project here, and you've, you've made this possible. You've helped coordinate with the construction crews. A lot going on. We thank you so much, Tim, for everything. We had a little event prior to this, and I, I cannot go without giving some special thanks, but Katie House from Smith Flower Shop rocked it tonight with all the decorations over at the Liberty Theater. We got Brian Moore with the Oak Hill Historical Society allowed us to use the theater. Alicia Kamler. I don't know if Alicia made it here or not, but if she did, thank you so much for your great work on the cake. And uh, Robin Julie Puckett providing the signage tonight. We've had uh, the, the Welcome to Oak Hill signs for uh, Jenny. Commissioner Hensler sponsored the charcuterie. And his wife, Lindsay, put it together. And really, it's a whole community, guys, that makes this world go around. And without all of you all, we couldn't do it. And we're so thankful for that. I also want to give one more very special thanks. And that is to my wife, Nicole, and the boys for all of your uh, putting up with a lot of long nights and a lot of hard work that goes into making this possible. You guys have paid the biggest price for me being away. And uh, I do appreciate you. I love you. I want to talk just a quick minute. I want to quote the Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. Well, Oak Hill, we built it right here. This field is where most of you that have been here your whole life started your journey in athletics as a little t-ball player. Early years of Little League softball and baseball begins on this very dirt right here. And we want that to continue to be the foundation for Oak Hill Athletics as we move forward into the future. And we are proud of what we've accomplished in just a couple short years on the board and have recreated youth athletics, having record numbers and record opportunities for our kids, providing new sports for them to participate in. And I can say with full assurance that the future of Oak Hill Athletics is bright. And that's all because of you guys right there. Let's give these kids a huge round of applause. received I believe there were over 700 applications nationwide three were selected if you do the math guys that is less than half of one percent of the people that applied for this grant to be awarded and they chose you they chose to invest in Oak Hill because they believe in you and they believe in what we can become and we are so thankful for that and we promise to do our part to keep these facilities up to par for the future years to come over $50,000 worth of improvements are lying right here. That's hard to imagine. It might look like just a big field of dirt, but really it's so much more than that. This is the best infield mix that you can play on. It's been brought in to have a safe field where kids can play and learn the game 
and have a nice place to showcase to other teams. Opportunities do not go away. They just go to other people. We don't want to ever pass up on an opportunity to help our kids. And as long as I have anything to do with the organization and all the others that serve alongside, we can assure you, Kill, that we are not going to pass up any opportunity to make it better for our kids. We thank you so much for coming out here tonight and supporting these guys. Thank you so much, Coach uh, Creech, for bringing out your high school softball team. Coach Kratzenberg, I think I've seen him here. There's some football players here. People from other communities, you're welcome. Thank you for coming out to support the Oaks tonight and uh, be here for this great celebration. We appreciate you. We're proud of you. And I'm going to close my portion with my very famous tagline. It is truly a great day to be an Oak. Thank you, Corey. Um, Corey mentioned a moment ago that we were chosen, um, and I think I think choice is a big part of what's going on here tonight. Um, you young people choose to give up a lot of time after school to participate in athletics. And although your main reason for being here every day is to get an education, you also spend time with each other, with your friends, getting better uh, as athletes, as student athletes, and as people. And the parents who do that and who volunteer to help, we appreciate it. Whether it's simply bringing kids to school through a carpool or whether it's volunteering to coach, we appreciate what you do for our young people. Uh, none of these are paid positions. And those who do it don't care about that and are never gonna ask for a penny. Um, another choice that we have as a community, and when people ask, why is it important, and this is one thing Corey came to me early with uh, when I came here as superintendent, is why is it important for our youth board, our rec board, to be part of our school system? Well, for projects like this, the school district cannot take any credit for what the rec board and Corey did in pursuing this, but what we do is we have a partnership and agreement. What was created here through hard work of the youth board and Scott's and Major League Baseball will be up, the upkeep will be taken care of by Tim Swan and our maintenance crew. And we've made a commitment uh, to those people with our people and with financial support to make sure that this looks like this, not just today, but for many, many years to come. So we appreciate that. Uh, thank you to Scott's. Uh, thank you to Major League Baseball. Thank you to Jenny for coming here. I know many of you are not from the area. We have a few from Columbus, what I understand, but I know many of you travel. Um, but again, before I close, I appreciate everything that everyone here does for our youth, for our young people, and to reiterate what Corey said, if, there, if there's any question about the future of Oak Hill Athletics, I think the turnout tonight puts any doubt to rest what our future looks like. And our current high school athletes and student athletes who are here this evening, what you're doing now sets the table for what these young people are gonna do in a few years. Never forget that. So whether we're succeeding or whether we're struggling, how you respond to that shows these young people how to be successful when they get up into junior high and high school. So with that, I appreciate every everything that Scott's did, Major League Baseball, our volunteers, um, our staff who played a role in this. Thank you very much. And with that, I turn it over to Ashley from Scott's. Well, you two are tough acts to follow. I'm just really lucky to be able to represent Scott's and be here with you all. I think uh, 
stepping foot into Oak Hill today definitely made me feel like we made a really good choice in being able to get this field ready for you all. It is so important for us to make sure that you have a place to gather as a community, a place to play, be outside, a safe place to play, having natural turf. Um, it's really what we believe in and just listening and meeting Corey on Zoom and seeing you here today, meeting James, other people from the community. Uh, you have a really special place here and I am just really lucky that myself and Scott's get to be a part of it now. And thank you so much for your hospitality and very much looking forward to seeing you all get to play on this nice, beautiful new field. Thank you. And you guys are probably ready to play, right? Yes, I'm ready to play too. That's why I came to Oak Hill to play ball with you guys. So I grew up, my motto is dream and believe. You have to have a dream and then you have to believe in that dream. And my dream started when I was five years old. I got to play the same game that my older brothers played. And it was pretty similar, but yet unique. And it was called softball. So it wasn't quite baseball what they played, but it was softball. And so I played t-ball at five. And honestly, I didn't win very much in my own house with two older brothers, but I got to experience what winning was like on the softball field and there was no turning back. I fell in love with the game. I had no idea what the future would hold. If you would have told me that I would work with MLB and work with Major League Baseball, I would have been like, yeah, right, there's no women in the major leagues. I've watched game after game growing up, being a Dodger fan growing up in Southern California. And now you can see women doing all things and anything, and I got to go on and play and get my college education paid for. I went to the University of Arizona, and we always say it's a great day to be a Wildcat. So, bear down Arizona. I know it's a long way from Ohio State. No offense, Ohio State, right? Um, uh, we're in Buckeye world, right? But what a thrill it is to be here, and I had no clue what a dream would end up being. That yellow softball has taken me all over the world. I got to compete in two Olympic games. I got to meet players, people from all over the world. And now I get to do such incredible things such as this. I'm so grateful to Scott and to Major League Baseball for involving me. And I know what a game can do. I know what a field can do. And I know even, I have three kids now and I know what green grass means to my kiddos. And that was one of my favorite moments playing at University of Arizona right after the grass was cut after the game, I would take my socks and cleats off and just walk in the outfield on that fresh cut green grass. There's nothing like the smell. There's nothing like the feeling of it. And so I hope you guys continue to dream and believe right here on this field. You have an incredible support group around you wanting you to succeed. And you can go be and do anything you put your mind to. You put your work in and you can do it. Dream and believe. All right, it's such an honor and a thrill to be here. Thank you for the hospitality. Oak Hill in the future is so bright. My, all of my roots are from small town Iowa, even though I grew up in Southern California. So this reminds me of small town Iowa and how sweet it is that you guys have all of these people and the community around you guys, rooting for you, cheering you on, wanting you guys to dream and believe. So thank you for having me and I can't wait to play ball with you guys. Next time, I'm going first, okay? <laughs> uh, on behalf of Major League Baseball and the Scotts Field Refurbishment Program, we're thrilled to be here with all of you. This is truly an amazing project that has developed over this year. I am fortunate enough to be one of the individuals who is on the panel who helped choose this wonderful field, as well as a couple others this year. 
and it's truly a pleasure just to be here with all of you guys today. We want to encourage kids to get out and play and be active on the field, off the field as well, and our job here is to help cultivate the next generation of Major League ball players, Major League Baseball players, softball players, and of course Major League citizens. So it's our pleasure to be here. So I know you guys are really excited to get out here and play, but we thought maybe first you might want to ask a few questions of Jenny. So we're going to take just a couple before you get to come out on the field. But does anyone have a question for Jenny? Yeah, go ahead. How many games have you won? Games. How many games have you won? Not enough. I wish I won more games. But pretty amazing. So I played until I was 29 years old playing softball. I never thought that that would be a thing. And guess what? I even got to face major leaguers. How cool is that? So I got to go to Dodger Stadium, the place that I grew up watching baseball, and I got to pitch actually to Pauly Duca, who was a catcher for the Dodgers. So you never know what opportunities are going to open up for you and the opportunities and the, the fields that you'll be playing on one day. Even the Buckeyes are direct. How, how many of you guys want to be a Buckeye when you get older? Yes, and I hope you go and cheer them on and see them. And now that you've actually played ball with them, how cool is that? Now you guys get to go watch them compete and cheer them on. It's all about having dreams, working for it, and seeing it and learning. What you got? Um, how, how many places did you go? How many places have I been? A lot of places. So when I was 17 years old, I, w I made the junior Olympic team, and I got to play in Taiwan. And that was my first time playing internationally. And what a thrill it was to be on a field playing against another country. We didn't even speak the same language, but yet we could compete in a healthy, competitive environment. And it was so much fun to learn about different cultures, to learn about different food, and to be able to travel the world and play the game that I love. And so I played in two Olympics in Athens, Greece, where we won the gold medal. And then I went to Beijing, China four years later um, where we won the silver medal there. So I've been all over, been to Japan several times, all over um, just playing the games that I love. Pretty amazing. A dream indeed. I'm 43. Good question. So I played volleyball and basketball in high school. And so I know that you guys are kind of small towns. Luckily, you guys pretty much have to play everything, right? Because you need the players, and it provides more opportunity for you guys to be more athletic and to push yourself in different ways. And I'm so thankful that I played volleyball and basketball because it helped me develop athletically and I think even just physically, mentally, and emotionally too, forcing myself to kind of challenge myself in new ways and play different sports with different people that I didn't always play softball with. Did I ever play travel? Yes. So I started playing travel all when I was, I think I was 11 years old. How many trophies? How many trophies? Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> all right, were well, you guys ready to go? Yeah!